Whoops. Whoop. That was an oolong paw that time. I'm sorry. So, hello, hello, greetings, uh, namaste, uh, konnichiwa. Um, welcome to Wet Foot Sock oh. Central. Central. Yes, welcome back to Controllers and Couches. I am one part of your co-host group, Full Metal Chikibu. I'm Steph. And together we are Controllers and Couches. Um, as you probably heard from the long pole, we went for the oo long tea. So if anyone has a question with that, I will get the oo short next time. And uh, see we went how that to goes. T2. Yeah, we went to T2. And uh, we picked up the creme brulee. Yeah. And also this other one that was on a lot of discount. So we were like, oh, let's just try it. Yeah. And so there we go. So, uh, yeah, the creme brulee was nice. Yeah. Um, it was as if we only, we don't have another 50 cups worth. Yeah, like we have so much tea. If but <laughs> if you know what I but mean. But honestly, if anyone has tea recommendations, let us know. And, we will <laughs> and not just the drinking. Go on. No, just what we're drinking for. How you doing, pal? Oh, you know, today's been a fun, or actually it's been a fun week. I'm loaded up on painkillers. So, uh, yeah, no, all in all, you know, struggling along. So, yeah, it's just the joys of, uh, you know, haphazard accidents. It's and just adulthood in general. It's just, I'm, I'm not going to go into the details, but it's just... I've had a, a couple a, of close just, calls. A couple of close calls and a couple of yeah. shrapnel. Yeah, it, it's been be a tough week. It's it's been a tough week. Injuries are plenty, so uh, good still thing. Kicking. Still That's kicking. Still kicking. Matters. Absolutely. Um, so what else? Uh, what do we do? Uh, book updates. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, we. I watched. Um, I've just been watching Final Space over and over again. I don't know why I have this need to call it Deep Space. Yeah. Instead of Spinal Phase. Okay, look, this is going to happen a lot tonight. It is. Yeah, we're all fatigued. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, deliberate or disrespectful in any way, shape or form. For Foam, yep. <sighs> fatigued out form. the max. Um, I... Don't know what planet I'm on past four thirty. Yeah. Anymore, I've just been the last three weeks getting into the lab at seven thirty, the latest, consistently seven days a week. Yeah. Um, and I just can't sleep for more than if it's more than five hours, that's a good day. Yeah. Um, this morning I got six, and I thought I was walking on top of the world. To be honest, yeah. so. I'm going to do the best I can. I'm so sorry. We physically have to swap back to recording early in the week now. Yeah. Just because if I'm going to be pulling weekends in the lab, there's no other time. No, it's just fatigue. So There's no time. There's a point. Literally. When you're free during the weekend, I'm not. And when I am, you're not. Yeah. For lack of a better term. So yep. We're going to go back to recording a week in advance or I guess... Literally a week in advance, so yeah, that's uh, that's it for us. Nothing yeah. too major. Really Public been... transport woes. It's been yeah. raining, which has been beautiful. Thank God for bag umbrellas. Oh yeah. LG. And uh, yeah, I've pretty much just been doing the usual gaming. So uh, yeah, the goal is to get to basically season pass a hundred before the cutout period. Cut so. Out. Um, I think it's like 32 days or something. Oh, sweet. What, so, what level are you at now? Uh, level 40. 
Oh, you're almost halfway there. So you got this. If man. I can just make like, are you doing like two levels a day? Yeah. Are you uh, sticking to that, or are you going above? And um, today I fell short. Um, pick I it up tomorrow. Got to about one point five, so I'll pick it up tomorrow and do two point five. Sweet. Because I'm trying to get camo as well. Yeah. But um, then you know, looking at sort of seeing, you know, a lot of the Star Wars games, I was mm. actually looking at, you know, playing some Star Wars Lego. This is going to be a very stupid, crazy comment. It's not like I don't know that they weren't publishing Star Wars books 10, 15 years ago. Because trust me, I had them. Yeah. But is it just me or all of a sudden are there 40 different kinds of Star Wars yeah. books? Because it used to be the YA extended... That are just yeah. out? Okay. It so used to be me. the extended universe and then everything went to shit. Well, personally, that's my take on it. Look, I'm I stand by Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One was good. I have not felt as good as as what I did walking out of Rogue One until uh, what like Episode Three came yeah. out. Not that I'm saying Episode Three was fantastic or anything, but it's been a while. Yeah. Um, I haven't been playing video games, but I have been listening to audio books while on public transport at six in the morning. And I have literally 20 minutes left of Sarah J. Maas' new book, House of... It's either House of Earth and Blood or Blood and Earth. I think it's Blood and Earth or Earth and Blood. I don't know. It's one or the other. Um, I'm actually not impressed. So it's not that good? I just... Something's amiss. It just doesn't feel right. Yep. At this point, it's a three star. Three star. I, like I said, I've got 20 minutes left of listening time. Yep. And it's just been a struggle. Yeah. Because you know me, I can finish one of her big books in a day and a half, and I just yeah. haven't been able to with this one. But we did um, do a bit of a haul. Yes, we today. did. Today, we got some massive savings. I'm going to save this one for last, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we picked, you actually pointed this one out to me, and I swear I've spoken to you about this one before, yep. but I can't remember. This is The Rook by Daniel O'Malley, um, and it's supposed to be like a London-esque um, girl, and it's supposed to be like she's a secret agent that stops, I think, is it the president or some shit like that? Yeah, so from essentially. From getting attacked from the supernatural, supernatural secret service. So it sounds pretty cool. It's probably going to be really weird, but you got we got it ultra cheap, yeah, right? So we can have a read of that. Here, you can talk about this uh, one. Then I got uh, the Zodiac Legacy purely just because I saw Stanley. Um, oh, of course. And essentially, nice. you know, it's got to do with uh, you know a trip to China um, and basically. Uh, oh, that's uh, controversial. There's though. something that uh, links to the Chinese zodiac, and you know, someone gathers powers and all that sort of stuff. So I thought, Ooh, that's interesting, and um, give that a shot. And then we picked up uh, Firefly, Big Damn Hero, because I was a big fan of Firefly. You know, when I was younger, watching that. So uh, it'd be interesting to see what uh, Captain Mal Reynolds is uh, going to get up to. Uh, so that was. <laughs> Why do you say that as if you don't know how the story's going to go? Uh, of course we know how it's going to go. And then um, obviously I've jumped into comics again. So I picked up Superman Doomed, which is a DC comic. Um, so essentially it's uh, a very ambitious Superman story um, in the New 52. Uh, I Can also... I just say, yes. sorry to interrupt, 
tell me that does his face doesn't look like Colossus. Yeah, he, Colossus, and he even off. looks like Doom. Yes, uh, Doomsday. Yeah, Doomsday. Um, and uh, Doctor Doom. Yeah, uh, Doctor Von Doom. Yeah, Van Doom, Von Doom. Von from Doom. The Fantastic... He's got the metal mask. Yeah, yeah. sorry. And then we have uh, Arkham Manor, which is and also decent. Also, are those not Wolverine claws? They look like, but they look very much like Doomsday claws, which is really cool. Um, so essentially, too, yeah. So Arkham Manor, um, essentially revolving around Arkham Asylum. And then, oh, sorry, I forgot to say who that's by. But, um, this is by Jerry Duggan, Sean Crystal, and Dave McCraig. Yeah, there we go. And then we got uh, Arkham Asylum Madness by Michelle Madsen, Sam Keith, and Dave Stewart. I want to press pause right yep. now. Um, tell me that these don't look like the covers of horror point and clicks. Absolutely. If they were point and click, jeez. And, uh, yeah, then to just lighten up the mood. Sorry? Just that looks like some freaking Slender Man yeah. extension. If they universe. did a point and click for Arkham Asylum. But Slendy. Oh, jeez. Um, and then just to throw the final humour in, we've got Deadpool and Cable um, by Nastiaza Brown. Um, it's called Split Second. Um, yeah, so basically, you know, the merp of the mouth. Um yeah. And an Easter egg. Easter if egg. If you're time. part of our extended universe. Yes. We have for our last haul. We uh, made book. mention to this. Yes. During. Um, yeah. Say the word. Pine Gap. Pine Gap. Yeah. That's it. So, Project Rainfall The Secret History of Pine Gap by Tom Gilling. So, um, so yeah, essentially, you know, as we discussed in the, the podcast regarding Pine Gap, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, all about the Cold War. So, so we'll give it a listen, a listen, she says. Yeah. A read, she means. Absolutely. Hooey. All right. Um, I only have one thing for gaming. Yeah. And that is yesterday when we were in JB Hi-Fi, we noticed that um, they're doing a pre, pre-order. So you put your name down on a list and then they email you that the Xbox One Series X is available for pre-order and then you can go in and actually pre-order it. Yep. I've decided for the first time that I'm just giving up on EB Games and I'm just going to do it for JB, through JB. Yep. Um, and pre-order through them. And I did ask and they said, yeah, you can pay it straight out, right? So I think I just might pay it straight out, right? Yep. And yeah, yep. no idea on cost yet. Still to be narrowed down. Obviously, this whole current my brother pointed out in a phone call today. This whole coronavirus thing is going to make prices skyrocket. Yeah, it's estimated to be between eight and nine hundred bucks. Yeah. So, but the funny thing is, the Australian dollar jumped from eighty four. Oh, sorry, sixty four to sixty six. That toilet paper money, though. Woo! Toilet paper. If you haven't got it, stock up on it because everyone else is. I don't know why. Freaking psycho. Um, quiz time. Quiz time. Yep. Time to crank out it. Alrighty. Yeah, let's see. Okie dokie. I have a question for you. Yes. If you were a cat, what would your personality be? Hmm, me? Uh, think, I think, I reckon I'd be like a blue Russian, you know, sort of... Personality, thing. not breed. Yeah, no, but majestic, uh, you know, lazy, very lazy, you know, head by the food bowl, uh, you know, very carefree, lazy, carefree, but also a tank. So, shells. Yeah, pretty much shells. Um, <laughs> it's just not a blue Russian. Yeah, Russian he's blue. just a... Yeah. See, I think I would be a lot like Moz, where I'd just be 
touch me, touch me, don't touch me, get away from me. What yeah. is this? Sounds, I vibe check, don't like it, run. See, I'd be like, oh, fluff, attack. Yeah. So, All right, uh, we ready to go? Okay, if you were a cat, what would your personality be? Meow. Uh, what bed do you want to sleep in? Okay, so we've got a C82, which is a white bed with some white pillows with a wooden head head. Base Headboard. Thing. It looks Headboard. like something from Ikea. Yeah. Then we've got Ikea, which has got oh, okay. like a doona. And, and it's got pillow. like drapey things for mosquitoes, but it's a grey bed. Yep. Um, and then we have two pillows on bed, uh, grey bed, tight space, uh, small little windows. And then Picture there's... frames above the bed, grey sheets. Yeah. Then there's one with a uh, red and white comforter set. Um, and it looks quite lush compared yeah. to the others. But the uh, the IKEA one looks kind of cozy. Potentially because there's a plant there. The other ones have a. So you want the top left? I'm the top right. The IKEA. Oh one. yeah, that's the one I was going to go for too. Because uh, the one with the walls smashed, yeah. mashed in, there ain't that much place to go. No. So All I'm right. going to go IKEA. Same. Okay. Pick a toy. So uh, we have a. A person sp- holding pink and white splash water gun. Yep. Um, stuffed bunny rabbit. Shallow focus of brown animal plush toy. Yeah. Then we got a Game Boy person holding a green Game Boy color console and a heap of Lego. Uh, uh, no, assorted color plastic toy lot. Just because of, you know. Uh, I'm going to have to go for the Game Boy, Soz. Hmm. I'm going to go Lego. Because uh, it's a tough choice between the Game Boy and the Lego. Those Game Boys are. Uh, I had a Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then we have choose a view. Oh, and James, if you're listening, I mean we. Yeah. Uh, choose a view to admire. You've got aerial view of city near mountain during daytime. Then you have calm body of water near tall trees during daytime. And then you've got mountain near ocean during daytime. <laughs> And then you've got aerial photo of cityscape during daytime. Um, I'm going to go for aerial view of city near mountain during daytime, which is more like dusk, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go... Oh, it's a toss-up, isn't it? Mm, I reckon calm body of water near tall trees during daytime. You go, you. Or the ocean. Which chair would you lounge in? A Joss and Main Green Chase Lounge with a weird knit blanket on there. It's probably a scarf, eh? A, um, what does this say? Close-up of, close-up photography of brown leather chair near white table. Very industrial. Mm-hmm. Very sturdy. Then there's like a, uh, nest egg chair. Cushion thing. And then there's a bit more of a rock... That's a rocking chair. Yeah, that's a rocking chair. Near a lovely window and some drapey flowers with an ottoman. Yes. I'm going to go for the Jocelyn Main Chase Lounge. I'm going to go for the uh, nested cushion thing. You go, girl. Nested cushion. There we go. Okay. Choose an activity to do on vacation. Ah, there's no fencing or, you know. Yeah, when have you ever gone on a holiday to go fencing? I don't know. I have to take up fencing first. Okay, choose an activity to do on vacation. Uh, Sit. Wow, okay. To be fair, she's sitting on a park bench looking at the beautiful harbour or bay. Before the tide comes in or a tsunami. Um, Then we've got swim. It almost looks like a scene out of Gattaca. 
I never left anything for the way back. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, swimming on body of water. Isn't it in body of water? But yeah. that's a different story. Or body in water of body of water. Read. Person holding opened book. Dance. The... Woman dancing on stage. Uh, I'm going reading. Look, you can read anywhere, but when you're on vacation, you want to look around. So I'm going to sit in the sit. stair. Sit, sit. What's an every... Step. It's a staircase. Uh, what's an act? What's an everyday activity you enjoy? Fitness class, uh, yoga. I enjoy yoga. Um, yoga or yoga is not an option on this quiz. It's fitness class oh, working no. with an iPad, a, a laptop, oh. computer, being a Mac. Bugger. Napping or running. What? It auto selected. You can click a different one. Oh, good because it came up with working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go... Uh, napping. Napping, yeah. Napping. Woohoo! What's your pet peeve? Chewing with mouth open, distracted cell phone users, people who don't use turn signals, and lateness. Literally all of them. Yeah, they're all... Um, seriously, though, the one that grinds my gears the most is the chewing with the mouth open. Yeah. Unless there's a reason. For example, you've recently had surgery or you have a toothache. That is completely understandable. Yeah. Or you've just got braces and, yeah, for everyone else, yeah, get your shit together. Yeah. Which is likely to be your distant ancestor and you've got a male lion about to roar. Yawn, apparently. You've got a it's a fucking hyena. <laughs> um, okay. Very creepy. Um, what do they call that? Taxidermied female lion. Or a very majestic tiger on the wood slab. Yeah, I'm going to go... The majestic tiger. tiger on the wood slab. Is that a puma? No, it's a lioness. Yeah, I'm going to go tiger. Do you think I'm blind? I'm just looking at going to go... Ooh. Oh, this is a good one. Choose a non-feline animal. Also, just... Hedwig. Hedwig. <laughs> yeah, or a uh, flipper. So I've got a barn owl. you got flipper. Um, you've, you've gotten... Uh, uh, an uh, elephant elef- is what elef- elef- Dumbo. Dumbo. Hey, Dumbo. And you've got uh, white t- fox Pogo. lying on the ground. Pogo? Togo. 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 Yeah, Togo. Togo, is that it? Togo. Let's go Togo here. Yeah. But the barn owl looks so cute. Yeah, Togo. for the wind, fam. Um, where would you most like to live? Uh, in a pool? Coco Cabana. White in a white building. concrete building. Uh, barn on Graden Field. Um, Aerial photography of orange house in middle of forest. <laughs> or this. closed window brown house at daytime, which actually looks like an English manor. Yeah. Shit. Oh. Yeah, this is a tough one. See, the English manor is surrounded by trees anyway. Yeah. English manor it is. <sighs> Alright, what you got, fam? Barn on Greenfield. The farm. Typical. Alright, yeah. what you get? Oh, great. Uh, I'm not a feline at all. I'm a dog. You're both Actually, playful. Actually, yes. Yeah. Yes. You're both playful and shy, and you definitely have a dominant side. You tend to do better with a companion by your side. Your reliance on others doesn't mean you'll lose yourself, though. You're never afraid to show off your unique personality or respond to attention. You enjoy some private time, like sneaking toys under your favorite side of your bed or hiding bones in a backyard hole. But when you have a friend in need, you're right there when your name is called. Yay! I'm a. It's uh, actually quite accurate. Yeah. Guess what I am? Uh, I'm going to say Tabby. 
No, I'm a dominant, dominant cat. Dominant cat. While some may see you as aggressive at times, you know better than to take it personally. The truth is, you know exactly what you want and where to get it. Other cats may feel insecure around you at first, but if they want to be around you, they'll learn what irks you. Yeah. This this is scarily accurate, and I'm just going to close that. Yeah, I'm a dog. <laughs> I roll around in the dirt. Alright. Oh, um, tennis balls. Three things we're going to cover today. The number three, the number two, and the number one. And then the letter. A. Okay. And the B and the C. <laughs> A to the B to the C to the Z. Everyone looked at the square window. <laughs> I actually preferred the round window growing yeah. up. I had a special thing for the arch, but when the round window came up, it was going to be a good day. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Three stories for you today. Thrice. I'm pretty sure all three revolve around coronavirus. Apparently now the uh, Australian government is going to start stockpiling antibiotics because we're scared that there's going to be a global shortage and our people aren't going to want, going to have any antibiotics. And then I thought that is smart until I literally just realised 45 seconds ago that that's a bad idea because antibiotics don't help with viruses. No. You need antivirals to do that. Yeah. So I'm kind of questioning the legitimacy of the Morrison government right now. Yeah. But they're, all... they're in charge and I have no say until the next voting period. And even when I re-vote. Yeah. Let's vote science. This He was the first election where I didn't get the person I wanted yeah. in power. He... I don't know what happens with the local... Yeah, just statewide. I have no idea. Madman should be the council. In. I have no idea. What? Who won the council elections? I feel like we go Yosemite Sam, and I don't know who wins. Sylvester the cat. It could be. It really, Tweety could, Bird. It really could be. Um. So it's just what Valkus said. I don't understand. But you gotta do what you gotta do. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, talking about gotta do what you gotta do. What you have to do is wash your hands for a full thirty seconds. Um, apparently, who is this woman? U.S. actor Kristen Bell. I think she's the one who voices Elsa. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. She did this thing where she did this at-home experiment where she put this stuff called um, glow goo or glow germ. Yeah. Glow jam on, and then she looked at her hand under a black light, I'm assuming, of some description. And so what she did was she wanted to compare the difference between hands that haven't been washed versus those washed with a full um, 30 seconds. So what she's saying is, obviously, the more, quotation marks, germs you have on your hands, the more it's going to fluoresce because of the... Yeah. Um, yep, UV light. Um, and I'm not saying go flash UV lights everywhere because that's bad for your skin, but if this is just a at home one person experiment, N equals one. However, I think we can safely say just fucking wash your hands, people. Yeah. Um, and if you're sick, it doesn't matter if it's corona or not, just fucking stay home. Yeah, just stay home. And, and also get me sick so I can stay home. <laughs> because I have a thesis I have to write and a lot of Netflix to catch up on. Oh, yeah. All that Netflix. 
yeah, there's a lot of Netflix to catch up on. And last, but not like, what do you think of this? Like, did we really need to be told that we had to wash our hands? Um, in this I, day and age, do people not know this information? I think we did because, you know, as you know, people aren't that bright. Like, they don't know what washing hands actually does. They can't actually comprehend the focus point of soap. This is soap and this is water. What does it do? I don't know. You know. I had someone try to explain to me yesterday that hand sanitizer or washing hands with soap wasn't going to do anything. And then I said, um, do you understand what a virus... I didn't say it disrespectfully. I just sort of said, like, do you know what a virus is made up of? And then they're like, no. Nah. And I'm like, well, you've got naked ones, a.k.a. they don't have a envelope, also known as a caspid. Yep. And then you've got... Sorry, can I say that again? There are naked ones which do not have an envelope or a caspid. Yep. And then there are ones that are contained wrapped around to some description a protein coat a lipid coat whatever the fuck right so the point is with washing your hands with soap or some solvent to some description the idea is you're going to dissolve either the lipid or the protein layer of said virus like said let's use the word virus in this example and if it's a naked one you're exposing it to something that will denature it and I'm not saying it's going to get rid of every single virus particle in your hand, but it's certainly going to help you. Absolutely. Right? And then you also need to bring into consideration the fact that when you shit, you wash your hands. Yes. Before you eat, you should wash your hands. Yes. And there are going to be situations, especially right now in this time of what is going around, where you can't wash your hands every 30 minutes of the day. So you know what you can do? Hand sanitizer. Yeah. And if you can't find any, get your workplace to get it for you. Absolutely. You contact HR because you are entitled to that and they should be fitting the bill for you. Yep. Because it's workplace safety or you know what, get someone to get you sick at work or get someone else sick at work and then you all get quarantined for two weeks. Yep, all time off. Two weeks of bloody paid leave and it won't dock your sick, no. it won't dock your annual won't dock you long service and let's all have a good time not a bad time because yep. i think we could all deal with just two weeks of watching netflix oh, absolutely. and being calm yeah absolutely just you know rest and chill like what my child needs to do now <laughs> last but not least latrobe uni is having some issues yeah big time apparently they are expecting to uh lose Hold on, let me scroll back to where I found this information. Between 15 to $60 million this year because of the very significant hit from coronavirus where the enrolments from certain regions of the globe are going to decrease. Yep. Um, my brother recently informed me that some unis are actually going to offer students up to $7,500 to either take flights from regions where coronavirus is high to a layover position where they can indeed take a a second flight to Australia um, and that will also help with any relocation costs, uh, quarantine costs and housing costs, accommodation, if I didn't say that already. So it's going to suck because these people that technically shouldn't be leaving those regions are going to take backdoor entry 
yep. into the nation when if you're coming from a sick place please do not come even if you do not have the virus because you don't know yet it's a two week incubation period yep. and please just be safe and also on top of that the dean is uh, no sorry the vice chancellor and president professor john dewa apparently his name is um apparently because tafe is now free for australian kids yeah no one there's like a five percent decrease in university enrollments yeah so they also have that hit too um but also provide for your domestic students there's someone who is a domestic student you want us to pursue higher education yet there are no spots for us yep nothing so there's literally these budget cuts are going to affect scholarships big time PhD, masters, yep. whatever the hell. So, it sucks all around. But at the end of the day, their salaries will not get cut. It's the students that are going to suffer, and that's big time. The tea, there. To be honest with you, I honestly, I don't get it. Anyway, today's topic. If there honestly is something else you wanted to cover, no, I was just going to touch base and say there are people who are, you know. In a moment of herd mentality and oh, panicking. Are we going to cover this toilet paper saga? Uh, I wasn't going to touch. Maybe that we can put on next week's one and explain the chaos in the nice big Rachel, article. basically, <sighs> Sleepy Steph is an unhappy Steph, in yeah. case you don't know that. Steph, yeah. Sleepy Steph is your auntie Steph. Yep. So am I telling the story or are you? You are telling the story. It's fun. So apparently, Rupert Murdoch employed media have decided to take it upon themselves to freak the Australian like it's probably happening globally yep. to be honest I don't even have the energy to follow our news let alone the rest of the world no disrespect to anyone else I'm not suggesting Australia is more important than anyone else technically America sets the tone for the rest of the world but that's a different story Yeah. so I know that Seattle has a massive epicentre of coronavirus right now yeah. Um, basically, the Rupert, Mur- Rupert Murdoch media decided that they were going to champion this whole, oh, my God, people are dying. Yeah. If anyone gets sick and if Australia starts getting a lot of cases, we are all going to have to go into this two-week mandatory compulsory quarantine period. Yeah. Which, to be honest, we should be doing now. Absolutely. Because... Why would you? Why wouldn't you stop the spread when there are only a hundred cases in the country? Because it's better to, you know, promote panic. Because panic makes money. People do things when panic is. No, you know. I hundred and ten percent agree. But all I'm saying to you is, people are freaking idiots. Yeah. And then so what they also then proceeded to do is give a um, camping pack list, <laughs> if you will. Of things you should organise before a quarantine yep. is put in place. And one of those things was to be a complete idiot, have no... Look, there's a difference between pack mentality. There's a difference between every man out for themselves. Yep. Right? This is every man or, sm- or family out for themselves. Yep. To the point where my brother and I were, we were on the phone... Sorry, I'm going plug you for like the fifth time this episode, Jim. Um, we were watching TikTok and there were there was a, a trolley, one of the smaller trolleys, with a mum and her daughter 
and her daughter would have been in her late to mid to late teens. I couldn't tell because she was getting punched on with someone else. She and her mum had seven fucking packets of 32 rolls of toilet paper and they were punching other customers to get those packs of toilet paper and people were saying, you can have the other six, I just want one. Yeah. And she was like, you can't have one. <laughs> to the point where the, the store manager confiscated the trolley. Yeah. And sent the mother and daughter home. A punch on ensued for seven fucking packs of toilet paper when, in fact, in Australia, I don't know what Coles is doing, but I know Woolworths, for a fact, has stopped people from buying more than four packets of toilet paper. According to my brother, who got it from my mother, um, you can't buy more than four packets of serviettes, four boxes of tissues... Four rolls of paper towel at right now. Yeah. And it's essentially, if you're going to go into quarantine for a month, wouldn't you be looking at getting stuff like, you know, foods? Like, because. Look, this is a second separate thing. Yeah. You can tell that there are people that are out shopping and grabbing whatever they can get their hands on. Yep. For example, when we went. And kind of were like, look, we have to do our weekly shop before things get too crazy on Tuesday night. Um, we went, and people was 9.30 at night. I was half asleep. I don't know what the rest of society were doing. But I was. I just went, we just went, I should say. And yep. people were buying stuff that you can tell they've never, ever put. Why are you purchasing things that you've never bought before? that are not part of your daily staples because when you're if indeed you in fact you were in quarantine yep. or you were sick on quarantine yeah. you're not going to fucking be making yourself a five course meal three you're times not. a day for two weeks no you're you know not. what you're going to be doing you're going to be either sleeping or wishing you were sleeping yeah. in bed or on the couch yeah. or with a freaking stifling headache muscle pains and aches coughing your lungs up that's what you're going to be doing when you're sick on quarantine. Yep. Or you're going to be in your house watching Netflix, thanking everyone that you get to have two weeks off at home. Yeah, you're going to literally be fighting fever and everything. It's not that kind of virus, people. No. And also, fucking also, and this is the part that pisses me off the most, there are marginalised people who, A, cannot afford to be stocking up no. On seven fucking packets of toilet paper of 32 no. rolls. No. There are people who are marginalized and cannot afford to be traveling, you know, to literally 10 different stores in a 50, me- 50 minute travel radius yeah. to look and hunt for this stuff no. and don't have the capacity to fucking carry all that shit home with them because it's further away. No. People have carers, carers get paid by the government. They get assigned by the government and they get shifted. So they have that two, three, four hour block to get their person, their case patient, the shit that they need within that time. And they're not going to fucking care if they can't get them the toilet paper. No. And then on top of that, there are people who don't stockpile. No. There are people who just do their normal shops. So essentially, if people have been watching, you know, doomsday preppers... This is Don't even get me started. This, this is, is what people Your brother do. and I, literally, this is... 
This is what we do. This right? is what people when do. When he and I are together, we just watch weird things on the internet. And one of those weird things, our one of the things we love to do together is watch really weird, obscure people do really weird, obscure people things. We had a swamp people phase. Yep. And then I think we had the Alaskan truckers phase. This was years ago. And now our current, we just finished our phase of um, doomsday preppers and it got too real for us. Yeah. Because this happened literally two, two, three weeks before the bushfires. I think I've spoken about this before. He, Rob was literally sitting exactly where you're sitting right now. Yeah. And we tore apart doomsday preppers, right? And one of the things we had to go at them for was the masks. I can tell you two weeks later... I turned to Rob and I said, you know what, I, I take back everything we said about those people because they're going to live. I'm going to die of lung cancer because of what I breathed in. And I live in fucking Melbourne, yeah. away from the, you know, the actual burning bloody fires. Yeah. It's trash. But it anyway, trash. did I cover everything? No, I didn't. Because apparently people are also stockpiling spam, tuna. Uh, people are buying fresh food. Fruit and veg, like it's going out of fashion. Children, buy the frozen variety. It's yeah. going to last longer. You're not going to be wasting your money. You're not going to be taking the food out of someone's mouth who would have actually eaten that food. No. Um, freeze your bread. Uh, buy some flour. And if you've got pets, freaking don't discount them as well. Make sure you've got your cat litter your dog I don't know I don't own a dog what do you get a dog choose well essentially the thing oh, you get them choose but essentially what these people essentially you can get them either the, the packaged dog mints or anything or otherwise you buy them like the chicken and stuff but the thing is these Muppets are buying the stuff they're buying all the pet food and everything but they're not buying all the chicken so you know it's not like the power's going to go off Power's going to be oh, on. Oh, fuck. If it did, everyone's fucked. Yeah, so... But they wouldn't put it... If everyone's at home, they wouldn't put a... No. The thingy on. No. You wouldn't yeah. cut power. No, you wouldn't go and put, you know, restrictions on that. That'd be kind of tough. They don't do it during summer. No. So we should be alright. I don't know. It's just actually beyond scary. Yeah. But, uh... And also, I think just from playing too many zombie games... I think that's the one thing I've... Is, this is not that kind of virus, no. people. It's not a zombie virus. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to get into today's topic. Yes. Um, we digressed. I did digress for a while. I'm sorry. All good. So, here's the story. Up until 48 hours ago, I was 110% certain that today I'd be covering the Polybus conspiracy. Yep. Um... And then I realized that I was going into it quite blindly because I like to research as much as I possibly can. And I realized that there was a whole lot of information that I was not possibly going to be able to get through um, in order to research the podcast properly, right? So then I kind of swapped for something else. Yep. So I'm hoping that today is going to be a little bit shorter. I apologize for that. But... um, Nevertheless, we're going to cover it to the best of my ability. Yep. Today, we're going to cover the Spiteful Mermaid of Pyramid Lake. Okay. Go. I'd never heard of this um, until I looked at the most... Oh, this was like a few months ago. 
and there's a list of the um, most common urban legends for each state of the US. Yep. And this one killed me. Right? There's a lot of theories about it, but I'm really interested. But before we get started, I want to apologize in advance because we can tell I'm an incoherent moron. I'm most likely going to pronounce something incorrectly or make a wrong statement. Keep in mind, I just read this on the internet. I'm probably going to be very, very wrong. I do not mean any disrespect to any tribe, any nation. At the end of the day, I just read something, think I'm an expert, and I talk trash on the internet about it. Yep. Um, so in terms of references, I looked at Mysterious Universe, Standard News, and A Week in Weird. Yep. So the first, if you look at the, the list of the 50 most um, common urban legends each state, the, the blurb that comes with the spiteful mermaid of Pyramid Lake says, While Area 51 gets all the fame and glory for its supposed alien autopsies, fewer people know about the curse on Pyramid Lake, which happened after... Uh, I think it's Paiute. After Paiute man fell in love with a mermaid, his tribe rejected her and told him to throw her back in. She cursed the lake, brought the settlers, and ignited a war. And then someone says, talk about spite. In modern times, the lake has drowned locals, spitting them as far as Lake Tahoe. Jeez. So, um, here's what I gate crashed. Yep. I mean, course, crash course. Never mind. So Pyramid Lake is nestled between the Truckee River Basin, um, which is located in southeastern Washoe County of the U.S. in the state of Nevada. Yep. Um, it's about 64 k's or 40 miles from the city of Reno. And we all mm. know Reno because Reno is in Nevada. Nevada. Yeah, exactly Las Vegas, but it's close. Yep. Um... So, apparently, it's a geographically ancient... Is that the word? When you're talking about dirt? Yeah. <laughs> dirt. Oh, shit. Dirt, dirt, dirt. Dirty, oh, dirt, this dirt, is dirt. Gonna, I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh, funny. Lots and lots of dirt. So, it's an ancient lake. And it's a remnant of Lake Lahontan, which is a vast body of water, which apparently once covered um, most of the northwestern Nevada area in an ice age. So as the water pulled back, the lake yeah. was left behind. So the name Pyramid Lake derives from the numerous, um, apparently there are tons of these limestone cone-shaped-like formations. They're called Tufer Formations, and apparently they line the shores of the lake um, and they jut up really high out of the water. Um, and one of them is actually called Anaho Island. So it gives you an idea about how large these formations are, right? And apparently looms out over the water like the ruin of some inscrutable ancient civilization. Ain't that a word, inscrutable? So apparently there are uh, crystal clear waters, pristine beauty. It's a picturesque view. Um, and it's sanctuary for a lot of bird species such as goose, geese, sorry, pelicans, gulls, owls, gerbers, ducks, um, and a lot of endangered species of fish. And so, um, 
if you have looked at an iPad recently, you will have uh, seen a still, an image, if you will, because uh, at one point it was the screensaver for a lot of Apple iPad devices. Yeah. Um, and I think that you might not realise is that um, it's got a lot of dark history. There's a lot of different theories and tales of strange creatures, mm. mysterious disappearances, sinister curses. We love um, sinister curses, though. Oh, yeah, totally. And it's supposed to be a fun laid-back week is what I told you last week. Yep. And so, from apparently, for as long as the residents can remember, there have always been terrifying tales of Pyramid Lake. Yeah. So, it look it does look beautiful, especially in some of the images of the sun setting. I put one in our notes here. Yep. Um, so, the actual lake and the land around the lake, because that's what happens. There's land around the lake, Stephanie. Um, it belongs to, well, it, it's inhabited and belongs to, technically all of America belongs to, but that's a different story, isn't it? Yep. <clears throat> uh, it's inhabited by the members of the native uh, Paiute tribe, yep. um, and they're composed of three different but related groups of the Native Americans. So there's the Northern Paiute um, from Eastern California, Western Nevada, and Southeast Oregon. Yes, my son. Um, the Owens Valley Paiute from the California-Nevada border and the Southern Paiute who are also who occupied the Colorado River Basin and the Mojave Desert. So um, the people that are from the Pyramid Lake area are known as the Chiu Yu Chita Okay. Right? Interesting. And that means Chiu Eaters with Chiyu referring to one of the type of fish that's um, very popular. Well, yep. not, I make that sound like a restaurant. But is um, new is very there's, there's a lot of the, that species of fish in this lake, right? The, yep. so there's a lot of species of fish. So the tribe were able to make a, a living out on this um, environment by catching these fish and farming these fish and um, as well as Lahontan cutthroat trout they gathered some sparse food from the area such as grasshoppers rodents, deer rabbit, um, berries roots, seeds, nuts yep um, so there's a lot of stuff and a lot of theories about how it became so creepy yep so, one legend, and the most creepy of all, in my personal opinion, but you can understand why it was done in the day, because I guess there's no biomedical research done at the time. But apparently, um, ancient members of the tribe decided that any premature and disabled babies needed to be tossed into the lake. Wow, it sounds like Sparta. Exactly. Exactly. Um... And that was, it's said that the spirits of the abandoned babies still linger around the, the lake today. Um, apparently during some nights of the year, you can hear their cries. And so they say that fishermen go out, and they call them water babies. Yeah. And they say that fishermen go out to find 
you know, they can hear the baby, they can't find the baby to rescue the baby. And the fishermen never come back. Wow. Um, so apparently the locals are quite freaked out. And apparently during the spring, a lot of fishermen go out um, and they just go missing and uh, they're almost never found. And we talked about how it's connected to the other lake system. So, you know, you can, I guess, feel like a better term, get washed away. And also, the reason why it's springtime is because that's when people go fishing. Because bears come out of hibernation, uh, fish populations soar, and that's when you go fishing. Yeah. I'm not an avid fisher, but I can do it to save my life. And it's just one of the things I guess you know. It's quite, a, quite logical for them to be out during springtime. And so, apparently the locals say that those that go um, missing are taken by the water babies. Um, so, you know, that's one take on it. Another take uh, involves, and this is the most common, involves a heartbroken mermaid uh, that continues to haunt the lake. So this second story says that apparently the tribe, well, obviously they, they did, they lived a very peaceful life before um, they were discovered and well the area was discovered and mapped out by an American explorer called John C. Fremont in 1844 and he was the one who actually named it Pyramid Lake and so apparently after he essentially put it on the map European settlement became a big in the area and so um, people pretty much started to take over native land because you know that's never ever happened before no. <laughs> so this new settlement had um, you know that makes a lot of sense that it would have a lot of issues with the Paiute people because it is their land very much Move so away white man yep um, so the miners they decided you know what let's fucking start mining the area Right? Because yep. we got shit to do. So they started chopping down trees. Um, and the trees were actually, as we spoke about, you know, they're collecting a lot of things from these, the, the flora and fauna in the area. Yep. So you're cutting off a resource for them. Exactly. That's a lifeline. Um, so there was that issue. And then they're like, oh, you know what? Let's bring cattle into a fucking desert. And then anything that was left that they didn't chop down, the cattle ate. Yeah. So their cows are going to be full, but the Paiute people, again, you've cut out another, you know, stream of not only income, but food for them and their families. Yep, exactly. So there was a lot of back and forth about who had the right to grazing lands and whatnot. So the Paiute people first tried to live in harmony with the white man. Um, they traded quite regularly, but and understandably so. The tribe didn't appreciate disruption to their way of life. They began to resent the settlers um, being on their ancestral lands. And so that, as you can understand, let's give a refill here. Two paws for the cups for the prop. Oh, yeah. The price of one. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to stop that because that's <laughs> going to make me need to go to the toilet. 
so apparently that, and understandably so, ends up resorting to violence. Naturally so. And then so we have some Paiute raiding parties who decided to indiscriminately start murdering white men. Great. And then they graduated to full skirmishes. And then it escalated, because it hadn't escalated already. Yeah. Um, to the Paiute War, also known as the Pyramid Lake War. Um, and this occurred in 1860, and obviously, to be called Pyramid Lake War, it happened to occur in Pyramid Lake, right? Yeah. So there were two violent engagements or battles. Killed approximately 80 settlers, but at least we know how many white men died because we have no idea how many and native people died. And, you know, Which that doesn't really matter sad. at all, does it? Right? Really sad. Yeah. Point of the story, white man and white woman. Yes. Don't take other people's land. No. And then, so, um, it... Violence would continue sporadically, and then they agreed to a ceasefire in August of 1860. Yeah. And then, so, the Paiute people say, look, because white man came, we had battled. Our people were slain, their people were slain. That kind of poisoned the land, and a dark curse kind of evolved from that, and took over the lake. And then another old legend says um, there's a race of mermaids that inhabit the lake and one day one of them fell in love with the village, a, a man from the village. Yeah. And then he decided that he was going to bring her to the village to announce his intentions to the tribe to marry her. But the rest of the village didn't, the rest of the tribe didn't approve and said toss her back in the water, you know. Send the witch bitch back from whence she came. Yeah. And then so she was, the, she being the mermaid, was so infuriated with the way she had been treated and her banishment that she decided she was going to curse the lake and promise that anyone who lived there would always experience hardship and misfortune. Great. And it said that because she cursed the land, that's what brought the white man over and yep. that's what ignited the war because of the tensions between white man and the Paiute people. And then, um, apparently, there's also rumours that there were lots of ghostly demonic spirits that inhabited the clear waters um, before white man arrived. So, they talked about serpents, um, a water imp, and we've already spoken about water babies. Um, So, what they said was the babies look like twisted rage and hate. That they lurked under the surface and waited for victims to wander too close Jeez. and they would drag them down to their deaths and then i was thinking what else does that <gasps> alligators absolutely crocodiles yep yep they certainly do right but i don't know if alligators and crocodiles live there in nevada but the, the, it just made me think of alligators yeah right? no, it, it makes sense um, not that I was in any way, shape, or form there, but just my running commentary. Yeah. Um, so it's apparently mentioned that the early settlers weren't very fond of the Paiute people um, disposing their unwanted or deformed newborns by throwing them in the lake to drown. And they did this because it would weed out the weak and therefore keep the bloodline of the tribe strong. Um 
Which is sort of what you want to do to Keto. Yes. And then the underside of that is that maybe White Man was lying because they wanted to project this thing and label called Savages. Yeah. And you notice they did that exact same thing with, you know, the Apache and, you know, the Navajo Indians as well. What is the key term savages that Americans love using? Well, not even the Americans, even British use that. Why is it so prominent using the word savage? I don't get it. Because people think, oh, you don't live in a house? That's savage. savage. Oh, you eat off the land and you have to farm and you don't have someone cook your meals for you? Nah, you're a savage. It's ridiculous. I'm not saying that is in any way, shape or form correct. I'm just saying that was their line of thinking back in the day. Um, Yeah. Because people just have no respect. And I don't understand what this thing is where it's like, go to a place, yes. Do not infiltrate and invent, you know what I mean? Like, don't insert yourself into a situation, but go, observe. And when I say observe, I don't mean look at someone as if they're, a bloody fish in a fish tank. No. But go out there, experience the world, but don't project your shit onto other people. Yeah. Like when that guy who died because he was going to remote populations of tribes in Papua New Guinea yeah. and then he got killed for trying to bring the word of God, what did you think was going to happen? Uh, get attacked? And at the end of the day, they probably thought, who knows what this fucking spirit demon is charging up at us do you think they, there's a language communication barrier there? There's a lot of other shit. But just go. See the world, yes. Experience things, yes. But don't bloody make things... No. You know, take things over. So, um, the Paiute people say uh, water babies are the result of a great serpent who one day emerged to feed on the baby of a mother... Feed from... A baby. Yep, yep. And a mother who were there washing their clothes. Yep. And then it says that the demonic serpent took the form of a baby and then began devouring the mother as well and only stopped when it made a deal with the village shaman that it would be allowed to prowl the lake in exchange for letting the mother live. And see, because the thing that alligators and crocodiles do is they carry the young in their mouth and they always, you know, strange. Very strange. So, um, apparently to this day, both visitors and people who live near the lake say that they hear the sound of disembodied voices of babies crying or laughter of children wafting out from across the still water. Jeez. And then in my head, I would like to reason maybe it's just the wind, especially whistling off Yeah. the... The formations, rock formations, but you know, who am I? Um, So apparently, if you hear these voices, it's said to be a bad omen. Because if you hear them, you will have bad luck. If you see them, you're dead. Jeez. And again, um, they have a lot of reports of missing people without a trace during spring. Yeah. Mostly fishermen. Far out. Um, so apparently there are also things such as freak boating accidents, missing equipment, technical trouble, uh, drownings, disappearances. Yeah. 
locals say that um, at least one fisherman vanishes without a trace at Pyramid Lake every year. Far out. That's a uh, a lot of uh, missing. Yep. People. Very much so. So some people say it's the legendary water babies. Others say it's a combination of bad weather, um, a sharp increase in water depth close to the shore, which drops abruptly down to 350 feet. That's a decent depth. Uh, and apparently a lot of people like to drink a lot of alcohol before mm. they go out there. And water safety, alcohol. Yeah. You know? Apparently a lot of swimmers and scuba divers also mysteriously drown in the lake again because of the such a large drop. Yeah. And so they think that because they're in a lake, it's not that as deep. much to need to um, equilibrate. So they're getting drunk, falling in the lake, that's it, gone. Look, that I'm trying to discount anyone's... Um, you know, this is obvious. We have the dream time. This is their stories. Yes. I can't disprove that. I would not do that. I'm just telling you yep. what I read. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to have a go. No. Um, whatever the story or the situation is. So apparently, um, occasionally, the lake likes to give back the bodies of oh, people who die. Um, That's not good. And so... The easiest explanation is that's what happens because yeah. when you do drown, the sorry to get morbid for 45 seconds, but the bacteria in your body um, release carbon dioxide or yep. gases, the sulfurs and that kind of thing. And um, that causes your body to float eventually unless you're trapped under something. Yep. So apparently the bodies float up and then they travel down the Truckee River and they head into Lake Tahoe um sorry let me say that again it's the other way around so you have Pyramid Lake but it's fed by Lake Tahoe yep. and the water travels down Truckee River yep so people are also saying maybe people are dying in Truckee Lake or sorry Lake Tahoe and then being transported down Truckee Lake Truckee River into Pyramid Lake. Yep. Right? Downhill. So maybe they're not actually dying in Pyramid Lake, no. but they're being transported down there by Lake Tahoe and Truckee River. Um, but that makes sense if that's the way gravity went. Exactly. But that's not the way gravity goes. It's no. the other way around. Right? So... Um, the theory is then maybe Lake Pyramid and Lake Tahoe are connected via a series of unknown, um, unmapped subterranean tunnels and river systems. Good old aqueducts. Yep. And if so, there could be that could be one method in which the bodies are being transported. I don't want to say transported, but are floating yeah. uh, from one lake to another. So, because nobody really knows, that just adds an extra layer of fear and mystery to yeah, the story. Yeah, and fear and mystery are one of those things that always gets, you know, people you know, involved. Um, so, in my personal opinion, and I think a lot of people post it as well, it's believed that these 
may just be silly fables and stories to teach kids to stay away from the water. Yeah. It would make sense because if you're trying to get people to stay definitely away from the water, that's what you do. You would instill stories in them where things happen and go wrong. So you'd... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the day, apparently it is a very, very beautiful lake. So whether you believe the mermaid version of the story... Um, as a, where some people say, oh no, it was concocted by the Paiute people um, to in an effort to repair their name to cover up the savage and despicable actions of drowning their own babies because white man, you know, has to get something on someone else. Yeah. Or uh, whether you think he was a mermaid or whether, I don't know, like it's a desert. Does it get windy in a desert? Yes. Could people just be falling in? Yeah, they could be. And if you're saying it's 300... How... Sorry, I'm an idiot. But what's 350 feet? Because I completely forgot to transfer it. Is it... It's 106.68 metres. There we go. I don't know about you, but if, if I was incoherent and fell in a lake that deep, I wouldn't know which way I was swimming. No. And you need to do a lot of equilibration to let your body adjust to the depth as you go down absolutely there. not that i am a scuba diver but theoretically understanding human physiology yeah i can see how that but i mean not scuba no look i think it's a brilliant uh, activity but no disrespect i am a big swimmer i love swimming i love the water but If it's something I can't see into and there's other life forms that are not microscopic. Yep. Um, that's their world, not mine. No. And that's their house, not mine. So just like if someone came into that door and I would have the right to clock them, not that I would eat them, yep. they would have a right to eat me. Yeah. Right? Because I'm in a shark's house. Yes. And the sharks don't like when people go into their houses. No, they don't. Um, so, you know what? I'm cool with just looking at pictures of this place. Yep. No, if I it. ever did a drive-by. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, nah, Great. Don't feel like visiting that. Um, I would like to think, you know, aerial fan me would like to think mermaids are real. Statistically speaking. Realistically speaking, they are not. True. Um, so I, I would honestly not because I'm saying savagery, but every nation, every place did it. The the Greeks did it, the Spartans did it. Um, back then, having a child with a disability, not only was it taking up resources that could have gone to stronger people in the tribe yeah. but it was considered a bad omen yeah it was and you had to make whether you consider it to be a sacrifice or a um uh, what's it, like a paying paying a you know what i mean like yeah. the guy who did it in um game of thrones yes. what was that called like a trade you don't hurt my village yeah. and i'll give you my son exactly whenever i have a son um whether it be a trade or whatever, the white I think there's something. Yeah. yeah, I think there's something deeper 
than just us some, tossing the shadows sick in the kids in yeah. and, and I don't know. Yeah. So apparently, if you actually want to visit this place for yourself, it uh, sits on a Indian reservation. So you need permits not only to get across from what I imagine, but yep. also to fish, boat, or camp. Um, and I would recommend you go in any other season apart from spring. Yep. Apparently, they also have a world record cutthroat trout in the area. Ooh. Um, and I found a picture of what the sign looked like at the time that this picture was taken. But look, at the end of the day, be with it what it may. This is an urban legend. I don't personally think a spiteful pyramid... Oh my lord. A spiteful mermaid lives in Pyramid Lake. No. But I do like urban legends. I'm trying to save... What the fudge? I'm trying to save Slender Man for uh, Halloween. <laughs> yeah, that's when we really get the uh, slendery going. That's what it's called, an Indoric Lake. There we go. Yeah. Sorry. Um, so, Black Tahoe drains into Pyramid Lake through the Truckee River, but that delivers turbulent water. So that's where I'm saying that, yep. you know. And because of the way the terrain is, the water gets quite murky yep. because there's a lot of silt um, that occurs with the runoff as it comes down Truckee River. Um, so, yeah. Very cool. As you do. So it makes you want to go watch some uh, mermaid movies. Would you want to watch some mermaid movies? Or a mermaid TV series. Oh, you're talking about Siren. Yeah. That's funny. So yeah, what's your take on that? It's interesting how every, I suppose, society, wherever they may be, or, you know, close-knit community... Um, whether it be native or, you know, sort of... Yeah. Yeah. Um, has their own stories, local folklore and everything. And some of it is actually folklore that has been passed down for generations but stems from an actual event. And over time, the story has just manifested but it still links to a key, you know, incident or something that has happened in the past. So I find that very, uh, very interesting. Yeah. So... I think honestly, it's probably crocodiles, because America has croc. Uh, Where's alligators? I can't remember. I think Australia has alligators. But like to give you an idea, the it's forty-eight k's. It's forty-eight k's wide. Sorry, forty-eight k's long, fourteen k's wide, covers approximately four hundred ninety square kilometers. Yeah. Has approximately. Um, 29.18 kilometers cubed so that's a lot Absolutely. you don't know what's under there no you don't um it's just and if you're going to ask me how big then is anaho lake sorry anaho island which is the one that i said it was smack bang in the middle of the lake yep apparently it's just over one mile or 1.6 k's long yeah um, and it's got 2.562 kilometres squared. So Jeez. it's pretty huge when you really think about 
a limestone island. Absolutely. Um, and apparently the entire island is uh, protected by the Anahoe Island National Wildlife Refuge. Yeah. It is to be uninhabited by humans. Access to the island is highly restricted, so no boats are even allowed within a 1,000 feet or 300 metres of the shores Jeez. because it protects a colony of American white pelicans. Um, and there are only... And that is one of the only two colonies in the Western United States. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Jeez. Like, it would be beautiful to look at, but pff, creepy. Absolutely. You know I mean, even just knowing, like, look, I'm not trying to be weird. Obviously, something would have eaten the flesh, but the bones would still be down there. Yeah. And that's what's really scary. Like, to think what would be actually, you know, at the bottom of that lake. And it's so murky, you wouldn't be able to even see, like, say that you were floating in, like, swimming yeah. in the lake, you wouldn't even be able to see your feet. No. Let alone what's another bloody 99 metres below yep. you. Yep. That's what's scary. I can't deal. Like, I love swimming, but I, if I, I can't see the... And even if you see the bottom, that is kind of creepy too. Yeah, it is. So, to actually see what's going down there... Oh, no. 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 No, it's like stuff that... No. 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 Wouldn't do it. The only time that I was growing up as a kid, confident enough to go... Because when you're in a pool, it's in a controlled environment. Yes. And you, you're safe. And you know that nothing's going to happen to you unless you're an idiot. And, or an accident happens and you slip and fall. Yes. Or you have some other accident within yep. the water. Right? But when you're out, for example, in the ocean on a beach, it's a completely different story. And so I never dared to go too far. Like, I wanted to go out, but I didn't want to go too far. And when I was a kid and I went to the beach and did that shit, my dad was either there or my dad's dad was there, right? And where I went, they went. And not like I went out kilometres. We're talking 100 metres tops from... It was was probably 25 metres, but 10-year-old Stephanie thinks she's, you know... Five kilometres closer to Tasmania. Yeah. But that's a different story. <laughs> but, like, you, when you're a kid, you need to have someone there. You do. Right? And, I don't know. And people don't realise that in Australia you need to learn how to swim. You do. Because our water is completely different to anyone else. Yeah. And if you get caught in anything, you don't swim to the shore. You swim, like, left, right, left, right, not inwards. Because yeah. you need to get out of the current and then you can swim exactly across and people don't realize that and especially during stupid times like australia day where people are here and that's completely fine please participate in australia day i do think australia day should be shifted to another day but that's again a different yep. story so they drink and they have an aussie bogan day and then they're like oh i'm loaded on alcohol let's sober up and have some fun at the beach and then they want to go swimming in yep. that at and bondi and other shit and then they drown and then not only do they are they in danger idiots putting themselves in danger what about the other people that risk their lives to have to go out there to save them yeah that's right and that's that let alone to be like this this is this silt covered lake filled lake and you're gonna have to swim in there knowing that babies were disposed of 
because they were too weak. Yeah. It's really, you know, worrying when you think about it. But then you could probably also say that about wherever the Spartans offed their, you know, yep. like we, that's, this is just what we know. Yeah. <sighs> Scary. We don't know. There could be, we didn't have T-Rexes, but there could be a dinosaur literally under the house. 20 meters under where my feet are right now. Wouldn't that be cool? That's the stuff that scares me. And when I was a kid, I really thought that that stuff was going to be a bigger problem than what it turned out to be like in real life. And also quicksand. Yeah. Because I feel like every kid's movie targeted quicksand during oh, the early 90s. Quicksand. And I always thought that quicksand was going to be such a big problem when I grew up. When was the last time we uh, you know, came across quicksand? We decided to watch Princess Bride. Yep. No, oh, I don't know. That was um, it wasn't quicksand, but it was grain in the silo in McLeod's daughters. Yep. Yep. And so, who's Claire's fiance? Not the dumb brother with the brother with the red ute. Not the one with the silver ute who was got, was about to get engaged to Claire. The, the, the you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. What's his name? It doesn't matter. And he had to dive in with the rope to get her out because she was moving like a bloody fuckwit and she nearly yeah. suffocated, drowned, technically, in grain. Yeah. And apparently that used to be a real yeah, big thing. it's a big thing. Very big thing. Yeah, really, really big thing. Which is not a good way to go and, you know, crushing damage. Could you imagine? It's not even the crushing. It's the suffocating that gets you before the crushing. Because yeah. you're panicking about not being able to breathe. And then you breathe grain and then it's all over. Like that video we saw where the pigeons were trying to eat the grain and being sucked in. Nature's weird. Nature's cruel. See, we're the birds going after the grain. Yeah. Except toilet paper. Yeah. And this whole episode has come full circle. Mm-hmm. And it's 10.52, mm-hmm. 54 at night. I have to be in the lab in precisely... 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. It's in 8 hours? Yep. I'm going to wrap this up here. Laza says goodnight. Yep. Um, do you have anything else you need to add? No, that's been awesome. Um, you know. I should if... probably plug our stuff. Yes. Um, if so, we are controllers and couches. Yeah. If you did like us, please consider subscribing. Yeah. Please consider sharing us with a friend who you will think you think will uh, happen to like our podcast. Sorry, there's a car alarm yep. going down the street, and that kind of threw me off for half a second there. Um, you can find us on what platforms are we streaming on? Jesus, hold on. Give me two seconds, and I can bring up the actual list. Spotify. Oh, you know these things. What yes. else? Uh, what else? YouTube, uh, SoundCloud. Yeah, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. Uh, we took ourselves off SoundCloud because people hijacked our feed. Yeah. Uh, YouTube, Instagram, uh, Twitter. We're all controllers and catchers. You can email us at controllers and catchers at gmail.com. He is Full Metal Chicken. Yep, yep. I am Steph Fafar. Um. And that is pretty much it. We also have a topic request form. So if there is something you want us to cover specifically, 
please feel free to let us know. Uh, give us your handle so we can give you a shout out and also your pronouns so that I can um, refer to you in the correct manner. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess that's pretty much it for me today. I'm sorry that it was a lot more low key than what we did in the past, but I feel like we were touching some very heavy subjects. Yeah, we were. Um, and I'm not trying to say it's hard work, but also when you're juggling literally an overtime research job and thesis writing, I, I'm sorry. I just, I had yeah. a lot of, I promise you, I had weeks worth of content yeah, pre-prepared and then I just haven't been pre-preparing anything, so I ran out of pre-prepared content. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't like anything enough to kind of do a podcast episode about until and then I was going to do the polybus conspiracy but that one requires a lot more work so I want to do it justice because you guys know I don't want to just not really cover something properly yeah so I went for this one that's yeah, awesome um, hope you don't mind I'm sorry that it was a much shorter episode um, I'm glad you guys are really enjoying last week's one we will be back next week with the last the seventh and final um, ancient wonders. Yes, and in case uh, you have missed the other six, you've got seven days to catch you've up. You've got seven days to listen to sixth to wait for the seventh. So if you start now, you well actually no, if you listen to this and you start on Monday, you will be ready to go to slot in straight on. You know number seven. Good planning. So uh, yeah, all I can predict is probably pillars to some description because everything used pillars. Yes. And all the other ones we've covered. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much, everyone. Have yep. a fantastic week. Thank you for listening. And you shall hear my droning voice in seven days' time. Woohoo! So, thank you very much for listening. Sayonara. Jamatane. May the force be with you. And the Vulcan also handshakes. With you. Yep. Um, so, enjoy. Live on and prosper. Uh, don't leave home without it. Uh, Wash your hands. Check your letterbox. Don't leave the fridge open. Hoard toilet paper. Yes, if not, if you do hoard, you know, toilet paper, make sure you at least make a castle out of it or some yeah, really waste cool object. It, as or a T Rex. T Rex with little arms. T Rex with little arms. Alright, everybody. Yes. That's it from us. Yes, that is from us. We will see you next time. Bon voyage. Signing off. Chicken. Oh my god, stop it. <laughs> uh, yes. And on that note, all bye right. Bye.